Welcome to Tech Leaders Hub, where we interview technical managers to ask them about their winning strategies, lessons learned, and actionable advice for other leaders. I'm your host, Jakub Greitzar. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to Tech Leaders Hub. So good to have you here today, and so good to have our guests, who today is Karen Chapkin, CEO and co-founder at Amy, uh, Karen, how are you doing today? Excellent. I'm so excited to be here. And thank you very much, Deco, for your great program. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad to have you here on the on the session, especially since our topic today is just so exciting. We're going to be talking metaverse. We're going to be talking Web3. So we're looking, I wanted to say into the future, but it's actually already in the present when we're talking about these two things. So I'm very excited to dig into those two things in just a moment. Karen, obviously we have quite a bit to cover today. We want to talk both about the metaverse and Web3, how these two connect, and then a little bit more, and obviously about Amy as well. Given what we have in mind for this session, who do you hope is tuning in the most? Who do you think will benefit from listening to this conversation? From this specific uh, conversation, I think the best one will be uh, tech uh, tech persons uh, from, from companies, from corporate and individuals that want to learn more about the metaverse and the future of their uh, products and the um, future of the technology in businesses and in, for individuals as well. But it's everybody that is in the space of, of technology should be aware to the metaverse. Yeah, exactly. That, that is very much the one of the main thoughts here is that even if you're not planning to invest in Metaverse or Web3, you should definitely be aware and get educated. And guess what? If you're on this session, then you're well on your way to get educated. So uh, this being Tech Leaders Hub, I wanted to start with the traditional Tech Leaders Hub question, because before we get into your background, before we get into a little bit about you know the company you're developing as CEO, and before we get into the main topic of the session, I want to give people something actionable, something they can use in their processes at their companies right off the bat. So I wanted to ask you the traditional tech leaders have question, which is, what would you say is your number one tip for tech leaders? My number one tip is not to be shy and always learn and learn and learn. Always, always be relevant. Uh, technology is... Uh, is the past and the future and you need always to learn. That's awesome. Yeah, can we talk a little bit more about that? So when you're saying, don't be shy, always learn, are there any concrete steps you can take to, for example, if you have this problem that you're a little bit uh, introverted, let's say, how do you get out of your shell? Um, first of all, try not to be shy. I ask questions. I don't oh. believe that there is a stupid question. Okay. Um, I believe that everyone can can ask questions. It's important to ask questions. Having said that, uh, you need to be a self learner as well. And the self learner is to is to read, is to be to see podcasts, it's to have a, a, in, to be in an environment that you have people that are smarter than you or have more knowledge than you in order that you can learn from them, not to think they know everything. Even if you are the best tech person, there will be always some, something new. And it's and it's a part of my um, life DNA and everything. 
not just in uh, in text. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. So one more follow-up question then. Do you have any tips for finding those people, the people that are smarter than you, the people that you can learn from? Have you had anything that has helped you find people you can get inspired from? Yes, of course. Uh, first example is this session. You want to ask a question, you want to connect, you want to have a, um, a private call. Um, you're always open, always you can try. The worst scenario, I will say, no, I don't have time for you. But yeah. uh, uh, always uh, you can learn from always from each other and uh, to be to be relevant. Yeah, I really agree with that. You know, you would be surprised at who is going to say yes to you if you only ask. Uh, recently, I had a dilemma I was dealing with and I reached out to some people on LinkedIn who I never really had a conversation <laughs> with. I asked for a little bit of their time to brainstorm something they said yes you know so that, that was amazing i think it's also important if you're trying to reach somebody who's an inspiration to maybe to build a relationship before you reach out you know maybe you leave some comments under their posts engage a little bit show up in their feed a little bit before you ask that's, yeah. that's worked for me uh, at least exactly and i calling it the connecting the dots it's not my uh, uh, from steve jobs um, uh, that you need to do a network for yourself and you never know what uh, dot will touch another dot so even if yeah. you want you are inspired from a specific uh, person you can be in the surrounding in an ecosystem and then dots will connect each other yeah exactly i really feel that in recent years or you know recently just in general I've I've had the feeling that it's all about relationship, all about connections, which is why I'm so glad to be doing Tech Leaders Hub and making new connections. Yes. Anyway, so thank you for answering the number one tip question. Now let's have our watchers and listeners learn a little bit more about you. Can you tell us kind of how you got here being CEO at Amy? Can you tell us about what Amy does and you know just what's relevant to know for this session for the listeners? Right. So my uh, um Career journey started a uh, little bit uh, opposite in some in some cases. Uh, I started in HSBC, a big corporate bank, one of the biggest uh, global bank uh, in the world. Uh, I even worked uh, very closely with uh, Poland and Krakow for many years. Oh. Yeah, I start from a um, from um, a tech job. I um, um, programmed some. Um, I had programmed some codes and etc. And then I. Uh, um, progress and go forward with uh, in the career. I can see you now. Uh, in the career, I um, managed a uh, um, big data transformation for 15 countries mm -hmm. in uh, Europe and uh, uh, established the cyber lab. And I've been really high, high position in, in, uh, in HSBC and really like it for more than uh, 15 years. Um, and then something happened or it's not happened, but something was always there that I wanted to be entrepreneur. All the time, it was in the back of my ha my head that I want to do new things and uh, to create. And it was kind of um, something that was all the time in my job, in my daily job. I was creating, uh, establish new things, and etc. But I didn't have the courage uh, to move and to do the same. Uh, this great move, especially because I was uh, the main reason was because I thought that I'm too old for that, and it's huh. uh, to be entrepreneur. It's only for uh, young people, um, 
that um how can i um now be um entrepreneur that from um payment perspective and the salary and etc going to be downgrade uh, maybe i'm going to do a big mistake to my family and uh, and to to myself as it's people mm-hmm. in your in your position just want to relax and not to bring more stress to the world and it took me about three years to have the courage i saw lots of startups and the entrepreneurs i saw a great success and a big uh, 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 falling down uh, i saw colleagues that all the round and um, uh, got went out from the corporate to startups and come back to the corporate i was yeah. very afraid from a failure but in the end of the day i um, understand that um, it's it doesn't matter what others do and i'm going to do my own journey so five years yeah. ago i uh, i left the hsbc and i started as an entrepreneur in some um, in in a few startups in the beginning it was uh, as a ceo a ceo then then in co-ceo uh, but it's still i said i didn't did this big move and uh, just for that and then uh, about yeah, one year ago with my co-partner I decided to found a company and I wanted to do it uh, something that is very new in the future that is going to change and I have the opportunity to be part of the community the big community that will design the new the new thing I really believe in it in all my um, environment that uh, diversity is is very crucial especially mm-hmm. in diversity and don't think just the gender but from age perspective and experience and if we are going and we'll speak about the metaverse if we are going to design the new internet or the metaverse i think that all of us will be part of it and it not should cannot be designed or programmed only by a, a group of very smart uh, young uh, programmers uh, it's, it's it's not good for the for us it's great yeah. but not enough yeah so i so, decided uh, sorry go ahead i was just curious so out of all of the things that are new and exciting that you wanted to get into why did you decide to invest yourself your time your effort in the metaverse great questions the first um, thought was that okay you are great in fintech you are very experts in technology and finance go where is your um, um where are your ground jewels and where is your uh, um, big uh, big um, uh, insight and etc but um, finance and I'm a finance uh, um, finance is part of myself I feel that it's, it's there is nothing new there it's great mm. it's a uh, it's part of the economic it's the economy we need it it's a must and etc but didn't I did I wanted to do something that is uh, that is new and something new you, you call it like a red ocean when you don't have something there that you don't have enough competitors and you don't have enough knowledge and the market is new and etc which is the most risky and um, but I, I wanted to be to be there so I thought what what is there um, I start to it's what was before the metaverse I start to to think about the new internet the new communication uh, mm-hmm. together with the dig- digital banking by the way the mobile uh, and etc I, I understand that they're going to be a big change of interface I saw the kids that are uh, um that are 
living different from us, my kids definitely, uh, from a technology perspective and communication yeah, perspective. And I want to be relevant. I want to be part of this. And then something happened. Uh, I was not alone, by the way. It was dream of my colleague, which is the CTO. And uh, and uh, something happened to us. And uh, Mark Zuckerberg changed the name of Facebook to Meta. And yeah. then we are we were not just something that is a uh, just a dreamers, but uh, or visioners. But it was become real. Yeah, definitely that, that pushed. The uh, yeah, that that change definitely pushed the metaverse into the kind of the mainstream conversation. Right. So I really want to dig in more into this, but just one last stop before we get into that. Can you tell us a little bit about Amy, what you do, uh, you know, how you fit into the metaverse story? Sure. Amy, it's an AI tool into the metaverse. As for now, there are multi platforms of metaverse and, and you know, the, the main of them, like uh, Decentraland, the Sandbox, Facebook, Ozone, and etc. There are lots of them, special, and uh, um, you don't have a way how to bring life into the platforms. It's not unified. Mm -hmm. You have so many platforms, and it's without life. You have great uh, 3D um, designs and great avatars, but you don't have a life there yet. And Amy mm -hmm. is the tool to bring life into the metaverse, to bring the, your scene, your own world into life by giving to the avatars AI features by NLP, speaking, seeing, moving, and managing them together. And we do it by a tool that is named um, Space Manager. And you can almost plug and play, manage your screen, your scenes, your, your, room, your room, your avatars. You can put inside NPCs, and etc. Mm -hmm. So you bring life into the metaverse, into your own world. Interesting. So if I have, you know, my own world in the metaverse, my own kind of platform and space for people to be in, does that mean that I can use Amy to, for example, add NPCs in there so that it kind of gets populated with more characters? Am I understanding that correctly? Yes, you are, you are uh, understanding exactly what it is. I must say that uh, for we are agnostic for platforms, but for now, for now I invite you to start and play in our uh, Amyverse because uh, not everything is possible yet in all the platforms. Mm -hmm. But uh, yes, definitely. And then you can uh, take it out to your... Uh, we are still in beta. We are a young startup. That's a really... Uh, we'll be happy for you to try and use it. Okay, so ah, there's more to dig into here. But I do feel that for some of the watchers and listeners, maybe we should go back to the basics for a little while before we continue. I agree. So, so I wanted to ask you, obviously, you knew this question was coming, you know, for the people who are not super aware of it, maybe they heard the name, but they don't exactly know what people mean. Could you help those people out by giving a little bit of a definition of what the metaverse is, how it's usually understood, maybe how it's misunderstood? How do you define it when you're asked about that? Yeah. So like I said in the beginning, there is no stupid question and uh, and don't be shy so so if don't be shy to ask what is metaverse in addition i can promise you that if you will ask 10 expert people in the metaverse you will have 10 different answers because it's a new area so everyone uh, thinking and um, um, explaining differently but in the end of the day metaverse is the same like from the gaming 
it's like Fortnite, it's a virtual world that take the physical world and bring it to a new internet. The way that it works normally, it's by a Web3 that it's distributed uh, technology. So if you ask what is Web3 and Metaverse in re really high, high level, Web3 is the technology, Metaverse is the application itself. And uh, mm -hmm. you can use it by VR or AR or even by your mobile or, or you don't need just to be in a really virtual uh, world. It's better, it's more experience and the user experience better, but it's still, technology is the same and it's still a metaverse. So mm -hmm. it's a virtual world. If you can, if you already know about uh, Minecraft or Fortnite for kids and et cetera, it's the same, but for adults, <laughs> but for <laughs> business cases. <laughs> <laughs> Minecraft is for adults too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. it's, it's, um, and it's the evolution, it's evolution of the new internet. And uh, we used to, to the web too, we used to work with a keyboard and a mouse. Uh, all the interaction of us will be by keyboard if, and the mouse. If I want to write something, I need to use my keyboard or, the, or my mouse. Uh, if I want to uh, take a copy, to every operator that I want. And this is what the operation systems know to recognize. She knows yeah. the, the, the project knows to receive only keyboard or a mouse. The metaverse, the web three can receive as an input um, more features. It can, uh, that are AI features. For example, it can use our, we can use gesture, we can use audio, you can use um, a, a computer vision in order to operate the, the the metaverse or the web three. So this is the big division between in a very high level between a web two and and web three. And mm -hmm. the the metaverse is the application is the way that we look at it and play it. And it's a three D world, very mm -hmm. attractive. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I get all of that. And there's lots of jumping off points here. So first question that comes to my mind is, I hear Web3 and my mind immediately goes to the decentralized web, to blockchain, inevitably to crypto. So how much do you think these two things are connected? Or how do they connect the metaverse and Web3 and blockchain and crypto? For example, Minecraft, if we're taking that as a as a part of the metaverse, it doesn't use decentralized technology, I don't think. It so it, it does. Okay, tell me about yes. that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My Minecraft is, a, if I'm not mistaken, is the only one that is using distributed uh, uh, technology. Okay, interesting. Interesting. So let's maybe try and answer the more general question. Like, do you, when you're in the metaverse. And, Mic and Microsoft bought them, so there was a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely, yeah. definitely. So I'm just wondering how, how closely these two are connected. And, you know, with Web3, like, are all the metaverses, <laughs> the different platforms, are they all blockchain-based? Are there except, exceptions to this? I'm trying no, to get a feel for not... the landscape. Okay. Um, the, the, the blockchain technology, is, is, is it the technology that you need to have a smart contract? You need a specific ID. So, yeah. uh, and this is why the crypto is connected to there. Because when you want to show ownership, you need to mm -hmm. do it uh, on a distributed uh, technology or platform uh, mm -hmm. in order to prove your, your uh, ownership. However, 
and, and this is the relationship between blockchain and crypto. Crypto is a bigger currency in order that you, really high level, yes, in order that you will uh, have the identity and the contract that this is yours, you need that, you, that it will be signed on a, on a ledger that is uh, encrypted and, uh, and distributed. So from technologies, so this is the technology perspective. So from a metaverse into Web3, uh, it's almost on the same level of relationship. Mm -hmm. So unless you don't want to have your own digital identity, you don't, you can work with metaverse, not on blockchain. Mm -hmm. Right. But since okay. it's so but important if you want that... to if you want to own your NFTs and you want to own your your space and your land, then you need that it will be on blockchain because this is the distributed technology that you can have your own ID. Okay, I understand. And so, on, because... on top of it, you put sorry for that, just to explain to the audience, and on top of it you pay, you put the payment structure, which is a, a the crypto. But however, if you if you don't use the identity key ownership, you still can use the real money. You can do Visa, Mastercards, credit cards, and etc. And you have some platforms that already use that. Okay, all right. So I think a picture is forming in my mind with metaverse, these different kinds of platforms, different kinds of worlds that you can kind of virtually inhabit. It's important that you have your own virtual property there, whether it's a space like real estate but virtual, uh, or items for example mm -hmm. and to prove ownership of that you use blockchain technology and to purchase those often you would use crypto to purchase them am i getting kind cool. of the right idea yeah okay cool. so in that sense it's all connected i can totally see that and i you know it, it gives me a picture of what we're talking about here definitely so now you were mentioning business cases and certainly a lot of huge companies are investing in this metaverse space in one way or another I mean, Facebook changing its very name to Meta says a lot, but other companies like NVIDIA, Apple, uh, Microsoft, they're all investing in this. Why? Why? <laughs> How to say it, uh, not uh, politically uh, correct, because uh, they want to gain more money. They want to have more, to have more business case and uh, they have already the social environment, etc. So, and the uh, and the hardware. But what is the next? And the next, you can mm -hmm. see it from the gaming that came, and especially after the COVID, uh, we can see that the gaming um, market is exposed. We can say the virtual communication from not just kids is more uh, common. Especially from you can see Zoom, Google Meet, and etc. Even our session now, that before mm -hmm. the COVID it was uh, less common, and uh, yeah. we were already wanted to do uh, physical, so physical face-to-face. Uh, -face. So it's evolution of the of the technology, and why not not to be there? Uh, mm -hmm. This is this is uh, I think uh, it's it's the same. It's the same like you say. Why do we have mobile? instead of uh, uh, sending letters. Mm -hmm. it's, it's revolution, yeah. it's already there. And right, uh, so... you want to be the first one or the one that will have the most, uh, uh, to be the leader in the market mm -hmm. and to be. So I understand that. I just wonder, I suppose, why these companies are seeing the potential for growth here 
and not just for growth, but also that these platforms at the end of the day, they're going to be making money. So yeah. how do you think this is going to work? I think that it's split for, for um, what company wants. It wants mm -hmm. more revenue. So we want more customers. We want that the, the customer will be all the time. The, the, the dream of, of a business that you have all the time, 24 seven customers all over the, uh, over the world all the time. In mm -hmm. all the languages, in all the places, uh, 24-7, and you can replicate yourself everywhere. Uh, this is one thing. The, 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 uh, and, this, and this is a real revolution that we saw already in the e-commerce. That right. uh, we had the uh, physical stores, and then we have uh, internet stores, uh, and the same like we have uh, physical lectures, and then we have uh, um, um, a virtual lesson, the same like this one. We want to reach more people that can be in Israel, can be in Poland, can be in, uh, in Germany, mm -hmm. doesn't matter. We want to reach more people because we want to have more audience. So as a business, you always want to have to reach more audience, have more customers and, and, and more uh, opportunities. And the way to do it, start with the internet that will become more global. Uh, yeah. And it always moves forward like this. In the beginning, there was a car and then the airplanes that because we want to reach each other more and to find yeah. more people more customers so the metaverse bring you everything to you you can speak uh, in every your avatar can speak in any language you can be online all the time you can have your own representative you can do everything you want uh, 24 7 if you do it right but uh, um, this is why they want to be there they want that everyone will use all the time Right. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Especially, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm a little bit blunt, but you know, from the perspective of these companies, I see it as infinite advertising space. You know, in the metaverse. Uh, you know, if people are going to be looking less and less at the real world and more and more at these virtual realities, then you know, there's a you want to be for... where everybody is there. This yeah. is the, for a question. The, the the first one is why they are the big one. Why they enter it. Then why the mm. others enter it? Why the yeah. not the early adapters, but the other one. The other ones that want to enter there because everyone is there. So then you have mm. advertising and, and etc. Of course. So okay, so I think this is a good point for us to move on maybe to the next question I had in my yeah. plan at least. But I wanted to remind everybody, watchers and listeners, if you have any question about the metaverse or web three you're curious about, and I'm sure you do. Leave them in the comments. You don't have to worry about this fitting into kind of the what we're particularly talking about right now. If it's in any way relevant to the session, I'll pass it on to Karen. So don't be shy. Uh, I think we mentioned that at the beginning of the session. Don't be shy, ask your question, and we'll try to answer it. Meanwhile, my question is the kind of thesis that we came in with here is that even you know if you're a regular business, you're not Microsoft, but you're a regular business and you we're not thinking about the metaverse or Web3 in any way, that you should still pay attention because it still might impact you. So can you expand on that? Why should regular businesses, even tech businesses, even if they're not looking to invest, why should they pay attention? How could they be impacted by this? Okay, great question. There will be impact because the customers will be there. So uh -huh. they need to know where is the market there, where is the market, and where is, are their customers. If the customers are, it's, it's the same like 
exactly almost the same like the e-commerce. If you have a, a store, the, the, the simply, very simple use case, you have a shoe store and uh, you have only a physical one and you don't sell it online, you miss customers. So customers will be in the metaverse, not now, but we believe that uh, in four years and you want to be there. You want to, to be with your customers. So if you can sell shoes in your physical store, in your online store, the next level, you want to sell it in the metaverse. And I can give some uh, example for, for that. Um, a very nice one. For example, Gucci. Why Gucci has a, a, a physical store, which is very expensive. Then they have an online store. And the one of the first one that opened a store in the metaverse and the the funny or i don't know how to say it, the, the thing is that in the metaverse the uh, the bags are much much more expensive than in the physical world that's so interesting yes for example there is a bag in a, of gucci that in in real store or online they sell it in one thousand dollars in in the metaverse in the world they sell it on on a, about $4,000, multiplied four. Wow. Why do you think that is? I don't think that uh, it will be always expensive more, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, this is example just to see that even Gucci and everyone is there already because they know that they're, they're customers. There is another layer that we didn't speak about it is that uh, the digital world of the new customers. Mm -hmm. um, and the metaverse, uh, when you have your own space and etc., there's for the um, for for people there is a especially Gen Z and etc. They um, the appearance, the digital appearance is very important to them. So if their avatar has a real Gucci design of a bag, and it can pass in the worlds and in the virtual worlds, and so it's. It shows your uh, personality. You are a Gucci person, and uh, uh, this is your taste, and etc. So you want to pay for it. You know what? I feel like I need to fill in one piece of info here, and this is entirely my ignorance. So you're saying companies like Gucci are selling their products in the metaverse. The metaverse, though, is a concept. So, kind of, which particular platform did they pick for that? Is there like a particular major player that these big yes. brands are investing in? Yeah. We need to, in the metaverse, to define into, um, there are lots of kind of defines, but in this, for these specific questions, uh, we need to different between two things. One is the place itself, okay? What, mm -hmm. Where is the, the pixel, where you are located, uh, and what is your land? Um, mm -hmm. Like if you have a, a store in the 6th Avenue and 5th Avenue in New York, or uh, we are in a big mall in Singapore, something like that. It's very important because when mm -hmm. someone, a visitor, going to um, uh, walk in this uh, uh, road, the street, you want that you will see your uh, your uh, mm -hmm. your shop near to it or your store and etc. And a good example for that it's it's Snoop Dogg that he has his his uh, his um, um, own verse uh, on 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 space and. Uh, uh, Someone that bought a land just next to next to him, uh, and as a neighbor, uh, spent it. It cost him about uh, uh, four hundred thousand uh, dollars. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Yes, it's a lot. Okay. Just because he's near Snoop Dogg. Mm -hmm. So, so this is a, a, a one reason. The second reason, uh, or one difference, that it's very important to you where you are located. Like, uh, okay. where is your location? In the other uh, uh, perspective of that, it's not where is your location, but what you what you have in your in your in your space. For example, you want to do a show, you want mm -hmm. to do a lecture, and it doesn't matter with your neighbors and in what platform you are. So when you decide where to go, it's very important to understand what are your needs. If mm -hmm. you are, if you want to be uh, easily find, or if you want that it will be private. Uh, and etc. So there are so many platforms, but there are about about five, from five up to ten uh, major ones. I believe that in the end there will be um, um, just few big companies that will be the platform. But you have a lot of rooms inside the platform. Right. Okay. Um, so there's gonna be. Yeah, I see that because. Ultimately, but this is one of the, the pain or the challenges that you have so many platforms, not unified dashboard, non unified tools yet. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, yeah I, I see that. So, right now, if somebody you know is really like me, not very experienced with this, and they want to see the metaverse, experience it really, how do you actually do that? Where do you actually go? Do you go to is Snoop's place? Is it in the central land? Is it somewhere else? Yes. Does he have his? It's, it's in the central land. So is that the big one? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get a name here. That it's, an, kind of it's in a sandbox. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. You have two main ones. You have a, a, the sandbox and a, the central. Um, um, they are more a gaming experience, very low poly characters and design. However, mm -hmm. if you go for, a, if you want more a realistic design, you can go to Spatial, for example. Mm -hmm. It's a new new platform but it's very user friendly one one of the things that is very important to understand and coming back not to be shy is that it's um we are no i'm for example not a gamer i was not a gamer mm -hmm. it's i'm too old for that uh, it was not part of my hobbies and it's very difficult for me to to play with it and to find a way how to uh, navigate and etc and go outside the world falling down sometimes can't move and so mm -hmm. it's very important for you as a beginner what is a, a kind of your expert and expectation because if you are mm -hmm. being an ex and, and and gamer so it will be very easy for you in some of the some of the platforms if you just want to see a realistic realistic experience go more for spatial uh, mm -hmm. it's a good platform but you are limited mm -hmm. in each one of them. You are limited in, on, uh, as for now, yes, in the beginning, yeah. you are limited. In, uh... Okay. So it feels like for now, these places, maybe, maybe they're correct, right? But I see them as kind of places to hang out. Maybe the younger generations are there, you know, instead of spending their time <laughs> outside, uh, uh, you know, uh, hanging around the park or something, they log into the metaverse and that way they can hang out with people who are very far, far away, physically speaking, right? I'm worried, on the other hand, about, uh, not, not worried, I'm curious, uh, rather, about uh, the world of business. So, for example, 
is it happening right now? And again, I'm coming in here from a little bit of an ignorant perspective, but maybe some of the others watching and listeners can relate. Is it already happening that there are, for example, business meetings in the metaverse, workshops in the metaverse? It seems like what Meta, the company, uh, you know, previously Facebook, they're kind of pushing this vision of, of work getting done in there, of people kind of meeting there, also maybe having like an office space there. Is that already happening? How do you see that? Um, yes, it's happening, but you touch on a really good point in the metaverse. Most of the platforms for now are very beautiful, very designed, um, um, you can see people and etc. But from personal perspective, and if if and especially from business perspective, it's very boring, to be honest. Mm. Mm -hmm. When I go to the Gucci gallery in Spatial, for example, uh, which is super, super designed, very beautiful and etc. I can see other people there, but just to meet people, I don't, there is no business case there yet. And it's very boring for me. And what mm -hmm. is missing in the metaverse, and I think this is the main challenge for the metaverse, is the business use case to come. And uh, for example, a business use case is that in the same, like, for example, this session that we do now, we can do it in Metaverse. Mm -hmm. And together with an AI tools and together with the uh, services, we can input in the conversation an avatar of the two of us that can speak different language simultaneously. Uh, that right. can answer questions. So it can be in German, in Hebrew, in Japanese, in English, in Polish. It can be right. uh, so. This is the advantage for a business in a, in the metaverse. You can feel the um, almost the same like reality, but virtual, and you can do mm -hmm. everything you can imagine uh, that you want. You can be twenty four seven. You can answer questions uh, together with an NLP models. Uh, you can uh, mm -hmm. do the same face. Uh, recognition that I have into our avatars and etc. So imagine that as a business, you will have the same interview with different person and the avatar will learn your type of questions and do the conversation instead of you. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Let's call that a nervous laugh on my side. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, but I it will talking... be yours. It will mm. be your, fa your face. Mm -hmm. In the good way, okay. Your kind yeah. of questions, yeah. your people that you decide. Uh, uh, it will be your ownership, your revenue. It will be yours, but it will be you all the time. Yeah, it's a way to scale. Certainly, I can see that. And with what you said, with you know, the funny thing is, by trade and by education, I'm actually a simultaneous interpreter. So uh, what you were talking about, about this NPC avatar providing, you know, interpreting uh, during the session, you know, into other languages that I can, I can certainly see gradually happening. And, you know, maybe it will be like that. It will have like a space where this conversation is happening. People can kind of walk up to that space, start hearing the conversation. And there's an NPC there and they, they can ask, right? Is exactly. there going to be a recording? <laughs> yes, exactly. there is. Exactly. And uh take more think think bigger think that a, mm -hmm. a, a McDonald's use case for example okay uh -huh. uh, you want you have um, um, a place um, a metaverse your, your own space and uh, 
someone come and ask questions and you want to ask if you and it's a kid and he doesn't know how to read uh, or how to write uh, um he want to do it in, diff in different language and he can speak with the avatar by himself you don't right, need yeah. to say wait i need to ask if there's someone no please write i can't hear you i can't use the phone now um uh, or it's, uh, you are in 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 different country and you want to order and you don't understand something so it's very mm -hmm. it's it's always open uh, if you want to but it can be always open multi languages multi things you want that you will be for example you have your own space but you need to be there as for now you need to be there in order to have to speak with your visitors but maybe you want to put your npc in McDonald's, for example, I just give a McDonald's example because they already have a space in, in the metaverse. Um, mm -hmm. So um, you want that there will be an NPC uh, representative of a, a McDonald's uh, person, someone that can sell you whatever you want. The same for Gucci and the same for banks, by the way, and all the bigger industry for, for, um, for cars, you can see IBM is there, etc. You have to want, mm -hmm. instead you want to have questions with a, a, a cell person in person. You mm -hmm. can ask his avatar and can open the car and show you things and etc. You don't need to wait okay. for him. It can be in every language. So every this time. makes me this makes me curious because obviously you know you're well versed in this. You know a lot of different use cases of the metaverse, and some of these you know people watching and listening have probably heard about, but is there something that is for you a particularly interesting use case of the metaverse? Something that, you know, is maybe important to you personally, or just maybe very interesting or very surprising that you might want to share here? Because I feel like it's still such an unexplored space, at least, you know, for me, that I wonder what else are people using the metaverse for that probably is not talked about? Okay. So for for me i'm agnostic for use cases if it's good uh -huh. uh, okay not for a uh, uh, of course you will uh, gambling and porn and etc and uh, you can find in a but it doesn't matter for me if it's uh, for education or or finance or banks or uh, mm -hmm. or shoe shop uh, mm -hmm. um, for me what is important to me is that the experience itself will be very easy okay that it will be for everyone that everyone can use it and uh, um, that it will not be just a um, uh, gender or age place that everyone mm -hmm. can use it and uh, uh, this is i think the most important and use cases are um, uh, i can give you some use cases that i like um, sure but, but there are very more, so there are lots more. So, uh, uh, for example, a use case of uh, onboarding of a new employee. Oh. Okay, I have a new office, for example. Um, uh, I'm a big company. I have a new office. Oh, oh, sorry, I have office and new employees that onboarding into the office. And they want to know where are the toilets, where is the kitchen, what hours are uh, what are the working hours, etc. And they have some questions that they want to ask that they are um, um, more personal or sometimes are not appropriate uh, 
uh, or maybe you're shy to ask them with the job. For example, you want to ask, what is the normal time for lunch? Uh, is there, uh, who is smoking that I can uh, part with him to go smoke? Uh, what is the normal hour to go? What is the last? And etc. You want to ask uh, lots of questions, and uh, uh, but you don't want to ask it personally. You want to meet other of your team member or of the company, so you can have like a metaverse space with all NPCs, avatars of the employees, and you can go and chat with their avatars and ask what are their hobbies and where the, how many kids they have, and and you don't mm -hmm. need to be embarrassed. It's not too too straightforward because it's part of a game. So this is a really nice uh, use case for uh, for uh, employee onboarding. The next level of it is to, of course, input all the procedures and the uh, um, procedures of uh, the procedures and tests and etc. Because you know, in uh, most of the big corporate companies, the onboarding process is very, very, very um, uh, slow and sometimes mm -hmm. not friendly. So it's a, a nice use case how to do it uh, in a corporate way uh, and I say onboarding. Maybe you can design your own avatar when you are uh, coming into the office, uh, when you're right. an employee. It can be very fun to bring the fun mm -hmm. to, the, to, the, to the work and to the business. Another great uh, uh, example, a use case, um, it shows music concerts and et cetera. Wow. We have some really great example use case on our platform. Um, the main purpose normally of of of, of the uh, um, the artist is to have uh, engagement with his audience and his uh, fans. And this normally only one. You need someone else that will answer for him or instead of him. And you need to be in every language all the time. And the use case that you have a space of your, uh, of, of your, of your um, favorite uh, artist or musician, and you can ask him questions. If questions, where have you born? How many kids you have? Do you want a family? Uh, what is your, which song did you like the most? You know, some questions that he have on his uh, bio or whatever. And uh, mm -hmm. you have, uh, um, more interaction uh, with the with your um, uh, with the business. Mm -hmm. This is um, a, a one kind of another one which is very useful and you can see it from the COVID. It's educational. Right. We already saw the online courses, Udemy, and etc. So now you can do it virtual. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it's amazing how you can learn more. Um, you can be a self-learning, self you don't need a, uh, and it can be very fun and very, very quick. Mm -hmm. uh, for, for example, um, hospitality, Hosp uh, sorry, hospitals, uh, mm -hmm. healthcare. You want to uh, a metaverse in the healthcare for a uh, treatment. You want to recognize in your avatar already. Um, for example, we are, you are um, my, my doctor and you want to, and I say, don't feel good. And uh, from AI perspective, we can see, recognize my face, can see how, what is different in my eyes, in uh, my uh, way of speak. Uh, if I have already have a, 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 my own personal uh, a data there, so we can mm -hmm. compare and online see something is wrong with you. 
what is your temperature and, and you don't need to ask questions and even you don't need a real doctor uh, in front of you you can do it uh, wow. with avatar and very more um, interactive you know that and it's, and case... it's going ongoing ongoing we need to take sector sector and uh, yeah talk about the the business uh, use cases yeah so you know what i'm worried about being like totally honest is that this is all going to come down to the interface actually uh you mentioned during both during this conversation and when we were talking before the show right that you don't have to actually have advanced equipment to access the metaverse right so you know, with minecraft you can go there using mouse and keyboard i mean i've done it <laughs> uh but now you're talking about use cases like um healthcare for example and for that to work you really need i suppose advanced equipment at home right to be able to actually have your face analyzed or have these vital vitals kind of data uh you know able to be accessed by either the doctor that's on the other side or an AI that might be on, on the other side. So I suppose I'm going to ask a bit of a, the question I'm, I'm meaning to ask is how much do you think the actual equipment is going to be important for the adoption of the metaverse? Should we all be looking at getting these, you know, goggles and other types of interfaces? Do you think that this technology is going to be miniaturized in some way? You know, we're in the year 2022. What does 2032 look like in that sense? And thank you that you think that I can uh, uh, know the future. But uh, <laughs> I think and um, I, I really believe in it from, from my personal point of view um, that it's the equipment is very important, is crucial mm -hmm. for that. However, I think that in the future, not now yet, and all the big one will go there the metaverse equipment will be our phone this is what oh. i think uh, it's our communication it's our camera uh, uh, navigator everything so the 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 phones itself will be better mm -hmm. they will be better they will be stronger and the the hardware instead inside them will be uh, um, uh, much more uh, powerful uh, because the phone is already there, it's our payment method, it's our uh, communication, navigation, and if you have a, a conversation with your doctor, you can use your phone. Right. Okay. And the phone will be able to do a lot more than it can right now. It will be able. I think to this is the right more. way. Uh -huh. uh, we can see that there's uh, Google Glasses and Apple uh -huh. there, yeah, and sure. everybody there for for the, the for the coupon, but. Uh, in order that everyone will use it, I I believe that it will be in the end of the day in uh, in, in the phone, not glasses, uh, in the phone. However, the glasses itself, when you want to have a three D environment, it will never you need the glasses. But right. uh, um, someone needs to invent it. The glasses inside the <laughs> inside the phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, it's it's something not. you don't need another equipment. I think that it will be the the same one that you go with it all over. The revolution with the phone already came. In the beginning, it was just a call phone, then chats, then navigation, then uh, sure. uh, um, uh, payment. So the next one will be the metaverse. That's my belief. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, interesting, interesting. I, I never thought of it about it that way, but the phone, our phones have been getting more and more capable, so that's entirely a possible scenario. So uh, thank you for sharing that vision. So um, we only have a few minutes left on the clock here. Uh, so by the way, watchers and listeners, if you have additional questions, it's a good time to ask them, certainly. I still have a few on my list, though. So I'm going to ask... So I'm seeing it like this. You know, previously when I was logging into a video game, let's say, I had an avatar there and I was kind of attached, right? But that avatar was not me per se. You know, it was a character I was playing, etc. In the metaverse, it really seems like it's one-to-one. -one. You know, this person that I'm logging in as, it's almost like me. You know, I'm, I'm buying clothing, I'm buying items, you know, apparel, etc. So I wonder about the security concerns here, actually, because it feels like, and I wonder if, if there's anything kind of in place here already. What would you say to, to somebody who is worried that, you know, if I invest my time and kind of my identity in the, in the metaverse, all it takes is for somebody to learn my password and they can become me in this virtual world. Are there any security measures in, in, in place or is there something that you need to do as a user of the metaverse to stay safe? He's um, totally right. You need to be very careful. It's the same mm -hmm. that we have a kind of a standard that you don't go, go you don't enter to unsecure the uh, uh, um, in a website. You need to see the SSL, for example. And if you yeah. see it's not secured, you don't enter it. So I mm -hmm. think that uh, there will be a standard for cyber uh, security in the metaverse. Uh, I can't uh, open two companies. I come from part of my background is a cyber domain. It's the cyber domain, and I really think that uh, the cyber companies uh, should enter into the metaverse because it's not just for um, a cyber attacks and ident identity uh, thieves. It's only for it's even for harassment and uh, behavior, uh, uh, safe behavior and safe space. So mm -hmm. um, yes, uh, 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 safety is uh, is a uh, good and uh, important issue it's possible we just need to put it on the table in order that it will be important to uh, to bring more uh, cyber companies into the metaverse so satisfy my curiosity here then you're saying more needs to be done so how do th things work here right now when you log in is it actually you know username password or do these uh metaverse platforms already use something like face recognition how far are we here no it depends it's um there are some platforms that are very connected to your uh, that very connected to your uh, um crypto wallet okay because it's ah. very blockchain oriented so you are recognized by your uh, um um mena wallet and, and etc so you need mm -hmm. a digital currency kind of a digital currency in order to enter there. Uh, and uh, some of them, you can log in whatever you want, like as, as a visitor, or maybe you need to pay uh, to be part of the platform. It depends. Um, it, it depends on what are your interests in, in, in order to enter the, 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 the platform. But what is very interesting for your question is that there is no unified best practice practice yet mm -hmm. yeah uh, this is why i think that there will be some big companies that will uh, be um, um, 
the players, the big players in the market, and they will be the most secured, and uh, we know how to log in, etc. And what will be interesting inside it will be the tools itself. Yeah, I suppose one thing that I'm getting from this conversation, as it's kind of nearing the end, unfortunately, is that there's such a huge potential for innovation in this space. So many yeah. uh, little or bigger issues that are still either not solved or solved in this kind of old thinking kind of way. So that's really exciting for the future. Right. So. Uh, we're almost at the end of our time here. I do have one comment coming in that I wanted to address. And after that, I suppose we'll go into kind of the final announcements and goodbyes, unfortunately. Uh, so Micha was saying, and it is a little bit of, of a criticism of the metaverse to address, I suppose. Uh, Micha was saying, so it looks like we do not have sufficient equipment yet on the market for using the metaverse in a way that gives us any advantages comparing to current solutions. What do you think about Mikhail's message here? Is that correct? Or are there some cases where the metaverse yeah. actually provides us the advantage? Yeah, I, I disagree. It's, 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 I agree if it depends on the use case. If you want that everyone will use it, yes, you are right. But uh, uh, the equipment that we have already uh, is, is, uh, is great. Uh, if you put VR, AR equipment, mm -hmm. it's, it's really it's, it's something that, uh, it's the future and it's incredible. However, it's very expensive. So I think mm. the barrier is the, the cost of it and not the, and, uh, not the, um, the quality of the equipment. Of course, okay. it should be much, much lighter and maybe more accessible, but yes, it's a great equipment. Uh, um, okay. I think it's, uh, it's enough. It, it's good right, enough. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So when the cost somehow gets uh, lowered and when the adoption is a little bit broader, that might open up new opportunities. I suppose that's where we'll uh, finish this little thread. Uh, but Michal, thank you so much for for sending over the question. And you know, certainly, if there's a need, uh, maybe you can continue this over LinkedIn DM or whichever way you want. All right, so uh, the hour passed by really quickly, unfortunately, and we're at the end of our session now. So I wanted to ask you, Karen, first of all, you know, thank you so much for spending this hour with us and sharing what you know. Do you have any announcements for you know the audience? Anything, you know, do you want people to follow you, Amy, anything, or maybe a broader announcement of what these people should be doing about the metaverse? Anything you want to still share as we close off the session? Yeah, you are all invited to connect, ask questions, follow me. Uh, um, and to see our uh, great space manager that bring life into into the metaverse. And in addition, I would like to um, encourage you to, like I said before in the beginning, uh, um, to ask questions. They are a great community. I am part of a great community a community that was uh, built uh, as a meta builders in, in Israel, but they're going to expand. Uh, globally and it's very important that it's it's um, a community that you don't ask that you can ask whatever you want find uh, partnerships uh, just uh, meetups and etc and i really uh, believe on, on on connecting because at the end of the day uh, the, the metaverse and everything is it's about uh, the users and as much mm -hmm. we will use it more and we will do it better and good and, and useful so um, I really uh, recommend okay, so, to do that. 
So that's something that the watchers and listeners can certainly do. For example, look up the meta builders community and engage there to learn more. Yeah. Would you say there are there any other places that um, anybody who's interested can go to learn more about the metaverse, for example? Yeah, uh, NVIDIA has lots of nice courses if you want. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, really good ones. And uh, some of them are more tech, but uh, um, they are great. There are lots of, uh, I don't want to miss anyone, but uh, there are lots of great people that write great articles about the metaphors and news spreading, et cetera. But just be aware, just be aware. It's, it's all over, it's, it's really all over. Okay, well, thank you for that. And certainly if there are more detailed questions or if people want uh, particular links to particular articles, reach out to Karen and I'm sure uh, there's something there. And last but not least, if anybody watching this session is not familiar with SDX Next, who is bringing you Tech Leaders Hub, just two words about us. We're Europe's largest software development company that specializes in Python. We've attracted some of the best talent in Poland, developers, designers, machine learning experts, DevOps, and much, much more. So if you're looking to build a software product, even if it is connected to the metaverse, you can uh, contact us. You can get a team of developers, designers, et cetera, a product team from us, and we can help you build your product. There's honestly a lot that we do. Go to sdxnext.com to learn more about it. But just remember that if you're building tech and there's a Python component to it, there's definitely reasons to talk with SDX Next to see how we can speed up your software development and help you avoid certain traps in this process. So sdxnext.com for that. For more Tech Leaders Hub, first of all, follow SDX Next on LinkedIn. This is where we are the most often promoting Tech Leaders Hub. Also go to techleadershub.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter and get updated about upcoming sessions. And you can also view all the previous sessions. Tech Leaders Hub is also a podcast. We're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple. Look us up and you'll find more good content like this. And unfortunately for this particular session, I suppose we're done for today. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, for participating in the comments. Thank you again so, so much, Karen, for being a guest on our show. And do you have anything more to add or shall we call it here? I can call it here. Thank you very much. Right. It's a thank pleasure you so much. for me. Yeah, it was a pleasure too. And certainly I learned a lot from the session. And I think I'm going to have to give these platforms a little bit more of a try. I really have a taste for it. Anyway, um, that's the end of our broadcast today. See you next time. We actually have a few sessions lined up. Most likely you'll be seeing us again on the 15th, but that session is not entirely confirmed. Just follow us DX next on LinkedIn. We'll keep you informed. That's it for today. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tech Leaders Hub. If you want more advice that will make you a better technical leader, be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening right now. Tech Leaders Hub sessions are usually streamed live, giving you the opportunity to get answers to your burning questions directly from our guests. To take part in Tech Leaders Hub Live, follow STX Next on LinkedIn and subscribe to our channel on YouTube. That's S-T-X-N-E-X-T. -E Last but not least, we invite you to join our community and continue the discussion on Facebook. Just search for Tech Leaders Hub and you'll find our dedicated Facebook group. Once again, thanks for listening. Really glad you could join us. Hope we'll see you in the next one.